Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. So here it is. It's Friday afternoon. So my co-host today is doing a little bit of traveling, and so it's not always convenient to get onto a radio show or get onto a Zoom call. So we'll have a an interesting time with his spirit here, Ron Williams. And wish him happy trails, happy travels, be safe, and happy resting. And in the midst of all that, thinking about lives matter, your life matters, freedom matters, you matter, truth matters. You know, the energy that he and I have been talking about just together really inspired us to want to do this platform. And talk about this topic. <clears throat> Across our country, we're talking about lives that matter. And there's no denying that life is precious and life itself really matters. And it's not to diminish anyone, it's to highlight everyone. When you are <clears throat> a person who cares deeply, about life, then everything really does matter. People's feelings, the way that people are treated, the way that we each are treated, the experiences that we have of kindness and the lack thereof. I'm your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, and this is the K Factor on Blog Talk Radio, where K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it. What are all the factors that lead to kindness? There are so many. When you really stop and think about it, the factors are everything from the way that we look at each other, our nonverbal behavior, the warmth of our smiles, the look that we have with one another in our eyes, the energy exchange that we can feel between us and others. When it's positive intention, when it's lovely, it's really kindness. It's really kindness. When we add the element of aggression that arises out of desperation, that arises out of, let's peel it back, Aggression comes from desperation, comes from frustration, comes from an anger, comes from something that has happened that is a concern and a worry and an anxiety. And they all get balled up and thrown into the blender of our mind and our heart. And things spin out of control. This show is about the peace that each one of us have available to us and the the national energy that we need to regain hold of and celebrate. Here in the United States of America, we are known to be the best country in the world to live in. I grew up with that idea, that ideology, that paradigm, that philosophy, 
that belief, that value. I grew up going to a public grade school. Every day we came in and the flag was raised out in front of the school, the American flag. We came into school orderly and we came to our desks and we seated, we were seated. And then we would all stand together in our individual classrooms and in unison, we would put our hand over our heart and say, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. And then we would break into song. And when we had teachers who had a piano in the room and they could play the piano, we would sing one of many songs, The Star-Spangled Banner, My Country Tis of Thee, beautiful practices. I don't know where along the line we stopped those practices. For me, I went to a private high school. The practice continued at that high school, and we also said a prayer. It was a Christian high school, and so we said prayers that were about the Lord, about Jesus, about the Holy Spirit. It was about goodwill. It was never about the diminishment of anybody. It was about people coming together and sharing solid values. And then we would be students and we would get ourselves to work and with the guidance of our teachers. Our schools were safe. I had absolutely no idea of any threats around me. But I grew up in a neighborhood that wasn't abandoned. I wasn't bused to another part of the community. I got to walk to my schools. That was a real blessing. I'd ride my bike. That was really fun. And my thought is that if, if what we really want in a nation that has freedom is we need the freedom to be able to have our beliefs as long as there's kindness at the core of them. We need the freedom to have our homes. We work hard for our homes, our residences, and to make them lovely and nice. We want the freedom to get an education and have an education in an environment where our home is when our kids are little or we're little, so we can walk to that school, not hop on a bus, with no seatbelt, by the way, and be trucked to a whole different community. Why did we ever leave a neighborhood? Why did we ever really pull children out of a neighborhood? If the mission was about desegregation, wasn't there another way that we could have done it without using the children and getting them up before it was light out and putting them on buses and shipping them to the other side of the town? And what we're really saying something negative about where they live. Why didn't we spend that money and those resources and that energy to really make their neighborhoods beautiful and to make their neighborhoods safe and to make their schools really academically flourishing, really fit, where they could go and they could really learn? And then couldn't we have had town halls all over 
where people would come together and talk about one country, one America. I mean, people have been immigrating here forever since we became a nation. We were the original immigrants. It it just, it seems to me that it's so sad when there's neighborhoods that are not safe. I mean, I, I, I watch the news and I try to watch it rarely because I realize that there are people, and I've realized this my whole life, but I realize more now that it's being slammed in our faces every day, all day long on the news, shootings and violence, criminal activity. Yes, in beautiful cities, in their downtown areas that are middle class and upper class and flourishing, they're abundant, they're wealthy, because the best part of the downtown is big business and there's a lot of money poured in there. But not only those places are being destroyed, neighborhoods have already been destroyed and neighborhoods continue to be destroyed. Why? Why Why do we do that? It impinges on everybody's freedom. People are in so many neighborhoods afraid to walk out of their, their home. Well, quite frankly, some of them are afraid to be in their home. Bullets are flying and rage flies with them. I know that there are answers. I know that there are solutions. Right now, I'd like to have a big loudspeaker over the entire country and have it directed over every neighborhood. I know what. I'd like for all the news channels to play wonderful, beautiful meditations instead of delivering insults, instead of having a lot of jokes being made about people. You know, if you're a Republican or if you're a Democrat or you're not sure where you're at, does it make you feel better when the media that you watch is making fun of the other side or even making fun of who you thought was their side? That just hurts my heart. That's so divisive. That is the core of bullying, and we can't allow it anymore. It's got to stop. What are our children learning about being nice and being kind and being good citizens? If we rip our cities apart and then we talk about it on the news in ways that make it seem like it's either insurmountable or it's no big deal or it doesn't happen or people are telling these tragic stories that I'm looking at people's faces sometimes when they're telling these horrible news stories, and they got a smile on their face for the camera, and I'm thinking, but it's incompatible with the content that you're delivering. I want freedom restored. I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to be afraid of my fellow human beings. I don't want to be afraid of this virus. I don't want to be afraid of walking down the street or driving into a neighborhood and coming upon 300 people who are protesting. Are they protesting or are they looters? Are they going to break into looting any moment or am I okay here? Man, it gets exhausting. And guess what? It sure doesn't make me feel free. It does not make me feel free. I don't feel free to book a trip and get on an airplane because I don't feel free to breathe the air on the airplane. I'm told that if I'm on any plane, i got to wear a mask. 
I don't think they're healthy to wear for hours at a time. I know they're not. We need to breathe fresh air, even if it's recirculated air in a vehicle. So it feels to me, and I'm speaking for Ron too, it feels to us like we really need to stand up right now and be speaking out about our American freedoms. There are so many people who have come to this country because of our freedoms. We have no idea if we're born and raised here what our freedoms are really worth. I've been cavalier about my freedoms all my life because I've had them all my life. Now I've traveled in other parts of the world. I've been all around the world. And I know when I feel my freedom is really pinched and I better really behave myself and obey the norms of that culture, or I'll get into trouble. I might get arrested. I don't want that. But here on our home soil in America, I want my freedoms back. I want the freedom to go to my church, churches. I want the freedom to go in without a mask, without fear of this virus, without fear of getting in trouble because we're not socially distancing. I want to shake the hands of my fellow parishioners and dip my hand in the holy water. I want to get communion, the blood and the body. I want to hug everybody. I want to do the sign of peace. We hug each other. And we really say, peace be with you. I want to be able to ride my bicycle and walk down the street and go to grocery stores and go out to restaurants and cafes and feel my freedoms again. There's a fear factor happening here, and it robs us of all of our freedoms. How come we don't have on the news, the media all over, what we know in integrative medicine and functional medicine, in natural medicine and frequency medicine? Why are we talking about the ways in which all of America can use this time to learn how to boost our immune systems? It's not Hogmanor. This is real, true, genuine science, verifiable Why aren't we teaching everybody how to relax and meditate? Why aren't we doing all those things? Why aren't we having things that are going to make us all happy be part of the news? Why are we sitting here and witnessing all this fretting about everything that's going on? I ask myself those questions every day. And it hurts my heart. We certainly don't feel freedom for our senior citizens not the ones who are on lockdown and have not been able to touch their family members for months, half a year, because of this virus. People are dying. A good friend of mine, his mom passed away in an assisted living facility. Ah, just hurt my heart. And his too. And hers too. You know, touching through the glass windows to see each other, crying, loneliness. I have friends, I have business associates, but I feel the loneliness of what it is that we're in the middle of here. And I don't like it one bit. I don't like it for me. I don't like it for you. So what's the solution? I'd like to hear the solutions from you as our listening audience. You know where to find us. 
You can leave comments all over the place on social media. And we welcome them. We need solid solutions to get back to our freedoms, to not have this two-party divide, but to have the United States of America that comes together for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I believe in that. I believe in it for me. I believe in it for you. I believe that all lives matter. And when we say that in unison, it's not to denigrate anyone and leave anybody out. Nobody wants to be left out. Nobody wants to be discriminated against. You matter. Your life matters. The truth matters. Freedom matters. And on that note, I say God bless. Good evening. Have a safe, safe weekend and week. Peace out.